seven studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Seven Studios. Reading from the New York Post, playing a little bit Griselda because I'm talking talking Buffalo Bills football. Buffalo Bills threatening to move to Austin, Texas, amid stadium talks. The Austin Bills. That may sound odd, but it could be a possibility, citing an unnamed source, Seth Wickersham of ESPN. Say say that several times fast, Seth Wickersham reported that Austin, Texas could be a potential city the Bills would consider moving to if they do not get a new stadium in New York. The Bills' contract with their current home in Orchard Park, Highmark Stadium. I've always known it as Ralph Wilson Stadium. I didn't know know that Highmark actually had the naming rights to the Bills. That's pretty cool. I used to work at Highmark. I made Highmark a, a whole lot of money. Well, I was there. In fact, Highmark may have had the money to name the Buffalo Bills' stadium, Highmark Stadium, because Lance J ran the risk adjustment team there. And if if Highmark, if you're passing out checks, you should take a look at the health cast and maybe get in on that. Because I'm better at my job than the Bills have been at their job historically over the last 20 years. Now, they got a great team this year. I actually, when I do my Super Bowl predictions, I'm leaning towards predicting Buffalo to go to the Super Bowl. I don't think the Kansas City history says you can't go to the Super Bowl three years in a row because injuries and the wear and tear on your body, just luck. Bad luck, someone real good. I don't want to wish it on someone. Someone real good, week two, injured, out for season, key player. That's just how football works. I like Buffalo. It just locked up. Their quarterback for I think they gave him about a quarter billion dollars. I think no, I think I think he's over the the three hundred million dollar mark, and that's great for Allen. You got other people needing to get paid, but it, but it's smart to get that deal done early because you have you have uh, Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson who are going to also get paid, so you want to lock Allen up now. Because it's going to cost more later, and that's a that's a very wise move by by the Buffalo Bills. Smart move for them. But but back to the article. So they're they're looking to 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 bolt and and go to Austin. Uh, Austin City Austin City Council members have reportedly not been approached by the Bills organization at this port, point. San Antonio is also was a excuse me was a potential destination for the Raiders a few years ago when they were planning a move. The Cowboys and Texans were not happy a third team was coming to the area 
and blocked the move. Raiders eventually relocated to Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The Death Star. That thing is beautiful. I can't wait to go to the game there. After the franchise couldn't um, reach an agreement to agree to stay in Oakland. At the Bills' organization, the state of New York and Erie County are in negotiations for a new facility. Pagula Sports and Entertainment made a $1.5 billion proposal for a new stadium and renovations to the Key Bank Center, home of the Buffalo Savers and Buffalo Bandits. I don't know who, who those people are. The proposed facility would be a county-owned venue, Erie County, New York. Pagula, the owner, is requesting the entire project to be paid for by taxpayer money. Many Buffalo residents were angered by the request. According to the American Statesman, a spokesperson for Governor Andrew Cuomo, that ain't good because he's in a lot of hot water, right? Like he's he's getting hit with the Weinstein, with the Bill Cosby. I can't call him Bill Cosby anymore. Bill Cosby, William H. Cosby. He's getting hit with the William H. Cosby and the Weinstein and the Matt Lauer. But a spokesperson for Governor Cuomo told Buffalo News that he is, quote, committed to the bill staying in Buffalo. I find this to be fascinating. And the proceeding comments are probably like uh, are probably not consistent with WVOL or or Radio One or any of the affiliate conglomerates that we're working on. People don't like to pay taxes. Cities don't like to pay taxes to build stadiums for their teams. The harsh reality is that if you're in the Rust Belt, you have absolutely unequivocally no leverage as fans if you want to keep your team. Now, if you don't care about keeping your team, then that's fine. I remember when we, growing up in Columbus, Ohio, having Ohio State, the Ohio State University Buckeyes, both football and basketball. I grew up in Eddie George, Jim Jackson era. And being able to go down to the Schottenstein Center and go tailgate Ohio State games for football. I couldn't afford to get in at the time. Some of the best times of, of, of my youth. Hanging out at Ohio State University. I hit puberty early, so pretending to be 17, 18, 19 when I was really only 15 and a half. Great, great times. Going to the basketball tournament in Worthington. If you're from Columbus, Ohio, you know what the Worthington Summer League is about. Seeing Nick Van Exel, seeing Scoop Simpson, Jim Jackson, Derek Anderson, all of the greats in Ohio played in the in the Worthington Summer League. And it was a great, a great time for me as 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 a teenager. Up there trying to talk to girls, trying to get my game together, all of that stuff. But when the Blue Jackets came to town, they built Nationwide Arena. And I remember one of the first times I voted, I was a very young man. I went and voted to pay that additional tax. If I have to pay an extra 22 cents to get a Sprite to have the Blue Jackets, I was willing to do it because I, I wanted to be a major league city. I wanted to have Major League Sports. I was tired of my friends from Cleveland roasting me, ridiculing me as being from Cal, C-O-W, Lumbus. The sad reality is that if you're in the Rust Belt, 
if you're a Buffalo, if you're a Detroit, if you're in Indianapolis, if you're in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's franchises are, are great franchises, so you don't have to worry about that. The Steelers are great. The Penguins are great. Pirates are bad, but they play in a beautiful ballpark. If you're a Rust Belt city, you don't have the same leverage as the Austins of the world, as the Las Vegases of the world, as the Phoenixes of the world, as the Orlandos of the world, as the Atlantas of the world, as the Birminghams of the world. You don't have any leverage at all. People don't want to live in places like Buffalo. It's not a diss. I don't want I don't want Griselda and the Goons coming after me. I love Griselda. I play their, play their music all the time. But people, if you had a choice of living in Amherst or Niagara Falls or some of those other areas in Lake Effect Snowland, Syracuse, Rochester, if you could live there or you could live in Las Vegas, you'd be on the first thing smoking to Las Vegas. Nobody wanted to live anywhere where there's lake effect snow. People not moving to Cleveland. People say, oh man, you always talk about Cleveland. He's a hater. You're a hater. You're a LeBron James hater. I don't care about any of that. People don't want to live in Cleveland. People don't want to live in Detroit. Detroit was one of the best cities in the, in the world. But America is migrating to the South. People are moving to Florida. People are moving to Atlanta. People are moving to Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. People are moving to Charlotte. That's where it's popping. People want to live somewhere where they don't have to have a triple fat goose half the year. And the taxes in New York are not friendly. So Buffalo, I don't know how viable the bills are if you're the owner and the locals say that you have to pay for the stadium. I moved the team to, you know, I think the Toronto, we thought that they were moving to Toronto. Then we found out that Toronto doesn't really care about American football, and that's fine. They have the CFL up there, the Argonauts are up there. If people in Toronto would rather watch the Ottawa Rough Riders play against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the Great Cup, that's their choice. So Toronto, we've seen it is not a viable city. But there's so many cities that would love to have an NFL team. Portland, I lived in the, in the Pacific Northwest. Portland would do anything they could to get their hands on an NFL team. You could have moved you could have moved the Bills to Los Angeles before the Chargers showed up and now the now San Diego doesn't have a team. If you think that somebody would rather live in Buffalo, if you think that Stefan Diggs would rather have a penthouse in downtown Buffalo as opposed to living on the coast in La Jolla, you're out of your mind. So my advice to, to, to local citizens, the great citizens of, of, of Buffalo to support a man, Westside Gun, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, the, the great citizens of a town that, that's, that's, that's struggling, it's shrinking, but a great town, great fans. Any fans that come out when it's seven degrees and go shirtless, those are great fans. And it's a town starved for a winner, and you have a winner. You have a great team. You have an opportunity to go to, compete for, and win a Super Bowl. I pay the taxes, man. 
I would pay the taxes. You don't want, you don't want to see the bills leave Buffalo. You don't want to see them leave and then watch Josh Allen go to another city and lead this team to a Super Bowl or multiple Super Bowls in Orlando, in Portland, in San Diego, in Austin, in Oklahoma City, and some of these other places where maybe a little bit more favorable. If you got to pay a few taxes on cigarettes and soda and a few more bucks, I would, I would, my advice, Lanchay's advice would be to, to pay that, man. Do anything to preserve. Because Buffalo is not the same city that it was when O.J. Simpson was running for, for 2K in only 14 games. It's not the same city as it was. And if the Bills leave, it ain't like Cleveland and Art Modell. It ain't like Baltimore and the Ursays. It isn't like when the Raiders, when Al Davis pulled the Raiders out of L.A. and the Coliseum and moved them back to Oakland, or when the Rams went to St. Louis to play in that abortion of a building, if a team leaves Buffalo or what's going on in the economy up there, that's it. You're cooked. They're never, ever, 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 ever coming back. Pay the taxes. Keep your team. Win a Super Bowl. Jump through tables. Shout out to Bill's Mafia. Let's go get it. Paragon 7 Studios. Lewis. Quote, fame in flat earth world is not without its pitfalls. However, as Sergeant Standing, um, Sergeant is, is the last name of one of the individuals that's organized this convention. As Sergeant Standing in the UK movement demonstrates, he was booked to speak at several conferences before he gave interviews to the BBC and Good Morning Britain, in which he espoused his belief that Earth exists under a dome like a snow globe. <laughs> I can never get through this segment. These interviews reflected, quote, badly on the community. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. I'm going to keep it 100. I really don't care if the world is flat. <laughs> flat, I think, round, I, square. I, 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 just, I just, you know, you wake up every day. You breathe every day. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. U.S. Hunger is embarking on a new initiative that will reshape the healthcare panorama. Having shipped food to over 150,000 homes, they are aligning with Medicare Advantage plans to enhance quality, risk adjustment, and star ratings. Many individuals who struggle to manage chronic illness, such as diabetes, hypertension, and COPD, also live within food deserts. 
U.S. Hunger provides healthy nutrition to families and communities. To hear more about our Food is Medicine program, go to ushunger.org. That's ushunger.org. Oh, God. No. Oh, it's you. It's you. Ah, 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 Now you are. Oh, my God. You're, oh, my God. Uh, uh, do you see this? Oh, my God. I'm not. I never thought nothing like this would happen to me. She just tried to run and hit me. And now she... Did you see her? You saw her, right? They all saw her. Oh, my God. Karen had a breakdown. She tried to hit me. Ask your workers. She tried to hit me. She tried to hit me. Now I want security for you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You should this is America. That this is the America that we live in. Oh my God! This don't even feel real. This do not feel real. Keep listening. She had clearly tried to hit this this young African American queen. Y'all had to get security. She she charged me. If I wanted to duck, she would. Oh no! no. Oh no! You just wanted security for me, right? I want security for you now. No, don't cry. This is clearly a, a New York no, or New no, Jersey no. accent. I want you to call security. Yeah, I I, thank you. I just came to get my free panty. You know how you get the coupon in the mail. And I got to pick up my Converse boots from Nordstrom's. I don't know why this is happening to me. I, don't try in, the, in the video, she actually has a, she actually has a coupon that says free panty. Yes, even approach her. You're scaring me. Like you gotta go postal. Don't This is this is this is what this is what. No, why does she walk away from me? No, I was here. No, 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 no. We're not doing this. Why don't I walk away from her? Why don't she get away from me? She could get away. Go wherever you want to go. This is crazy. <laughs> if you can see the video right now, this 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 grown arse woman is literally on the floor throwing a bleeping tantrum that's that's what that's what people have to do with so this is this is a story if you haven't seen this i don't generally do the lowest common denominator well what well, what am i saying I, I i always go to the lowest common denominator but i don't like talking about quote karens that's not my thing because i think it's very disrespectful i'll be honest to me it's disrespectful to label any Caucasian woman that has a dispute or is angry at a Walmart or is angry at a neighbor as a Karen. I mean, there's some people that are Karens when you're minding your business and Becky barbecue slash Karen barbecue, black people just in the park, minding their business, cooking up some, some ribs and someone calls, calls the police on them. I'll roast that person. The, the lady in Walmart that thinks that her privilege means that she doesn't have to wear a mask, even though in the private sector, 
a business can say to you that you have to wear a mask if you want to come into my business. We can't tell you what to do outside the property. But if you come into my business, you got to wear a mask. The person that throws a tantrum and starts spitting on people. Yeah, I'll, I'll roast that person. But I just don't like to to lump everybody into into one class, man. I mean, there's I talk about white privilege on the show all the time. And, and there's white privilege is such a, a multi-layered. It's like a blooming onion at Outback. There's so many layers to peel back. But I don't like playing the race card on every single thing. But this is a this is a different case because I've had experiences with someone who would be a quote Karen here in Nashville. I've had similar experience just minding my business. I, I think I've talked about it on the show before. I was going to get some lunch down at Bishop's Meeting Three in Franklin. This lady had parked really badly and left almost no space at all for me to park into. I parked next to her. I thought that I could squeeze out. I couldn't squeeze out. The door just slightly tapped her door. No dent, no paint chip, anything like that. This lady gets out of her car and starts screaming at me. Zara lady screaming at me. I'm in the driver's seat of the car with the window down. This lady's screaming at me, ordering me to get out of the car, demanding for my insurance and all that. And I was a little antagonistic. I said, well, hey, lady, I don't see any dents. I don't see any issues that are going to require insurance, but I'm happy to give you my insurance card. And if you feel that you're going to need to total your automobile uh, because I accidentally tapped it, then, hey, I'm, I'm in a situation where I can, I can pay the cost. We'll make it happen. She kept screaming. I reminded her, hey, lady, I'm actually driving a much nicer car than you. So it's not in my best interest to mangle my car against your minivan. It was a very slight misjudgment. I apologize for the misjudgment. And by the way, you're parked almost over the line. So you're almost using two parking spaces. So if you don't want somebody to bump into your car, you might want to watch out where you're parking, do a better job of parking. She starts giving me orders and stuff. I'm like, lady, I don't, I don't work for you. She wanted me to get out the car. I was like, I'm definitely not getting out the car because that, that could escalate to you. I can already see myself cuffed and in the back of the car at best, at worst, hashtag. And she went to, to what people do sometimes. She said, quote, well, how about I call the police? And he come out, he comes out and settles it. I mean, it wasn't like the situation where the young man was jogging in Central Park and talked to a lady about not having a dog on her leash. But this lady threatened to call the police over me. Because I tapped her car accidentally with my door opening it, leaving no dent, no scar, nothing like that. And you wanted to escalate it to a police situation. I was worried. I said, hey, I'm going into Bishop's. I'm about to grab me. A couple of uh, hot chicken tenders. I'll be in there if if the if police want to come out and chop it up with me. I'll be right there. But these these encounters with quote Karens, it's it's funny, 
I don't I don't personally think it's funny to find to see somebody melt down and throw a tantrum and see a grown woman on the floor writhing around on the floor on the, on the floor of Victoria's Secret while this lady's just there to get her free, her quote free panty. You going in and get your free panty and you in the bra section and in the pink section and you have some nutcase that has some disagreement with you and then is following you around the store telling you not to tape her saying that they're going to call the police saying that it's my mental breakdown. If you see the video of this, this lady is literally on the floor like a five-year-old at Target who saw a toy that the parents said, hey, you can't have that toy. She's throwing an adult, full-blown adult tantrum. And the problem with society is that we've empowered people. I'm not saying all people, but we have used white privilege to empower people. What I've seen in this video and other videos, it's not a disagreement because people have disagreements with each other all the time. The biggest sin that an African-American male or woman can commit is not submitting to their white master publicly, not deferring, standing up for yourself and say, hey, you ain't going to talk to me like you're crazy. If you listen, if you watch the video, the, the African-American lady, she wasn't cursing at her. She was minding her business. I'm sure that they probably had some words before the tape comes out because you only get one side of the story. But she's not submitting. This lady is demanding that she stops taping. She's demanding that I'm having a mental breakdown. That justifies my actions. How dare you, you subhuman scum, think that you could have a face-to-face, woman-to-woman conversation with me? That's the issue. When I had my issue, the woman demanded that I get out my car. She demanded stuff for me and i said calmly i said lady i don't i don't i don't work for you i don't report to you you don't you don't give me order you're not my superior you don't own me you don't tell me what to do i'm not gonna yell at you i'm not gonna threaten you i'm not gonna curse at you i don't believe in doing that period much less a lady i'm i was raised to treat women with respect i'm not gonna yell at you and start f-bombing you and stuff like that but you don't give me order I'm not your subordinate. I'm driving a better car than you. I'm possibly more successful than you and your husband and your kids. So you don't tell me what to do. That's the cardinal sin. That's the issue. People don't like that. They don't like, they don't like, they don't like individuals of color to stand up for themselves. And there are some that, that pull this card and then they want to get the police involved. We have, to, we have to do better with laws in this country. If you call police for these ridiculous discussions, these ridiculous encounters that are not violent, that are not threatening. Remember the, the ball in Atlanta? He's at a gas station. The brothers, I'm sure, in Atlanta, they probably got the gold grills on. They're bumping the, the, the Quavo. They're bumping future. He tells the kids, turn the music off. Now the kids probably said, bleep you, mother bleeper. He goes to his car, fires off shots. He wasn't threatened physically by those kids. His ego was bruised. 
And because his ego was bruised, his white privilege, his decades and centuries of white privilege made him feel that the only way to, to, to counteract, the only counterpunch to these kids telling me to go bleep myself is for me to go to my car and start firing bullets indiscriminately into these young people. And that's, and that's what happens with, with the Karens. We got to legislate that if you do that, you're going to jail. You call the cops on someone because you had a minor disagreement, no physical altercation. You should go to jail because for us, these encounters, when you get police involved, they become opportunities for the black person that in many cases is minding their business. In this case, trying to get their free panty to become a hashtag and a national story. And then Fox News will find some thug picture that they took when they were 15 years old and put that in a constant loop because the premise is that if you talk back, death is the penalty. And we've got to stop that in the United States of America. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Paragon 7 Studios. At Industrious, we don't want anything to get between you and your great day. That's why our private offices and suites come with everything you need to safely connect with your teammates in person or over Zoom so you can make every day a great one. Go to IndustriousOffice.com. Enjoy a great day at Industrious on us when you book a tour at IndustriousOffice.com.